0: Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will continue his message, which is titled, In God We Trust. While this message connects to our Burtwinnest theme, it is actually a part of a short series of messages, which is titled, Summer in the Psalms. The text for this message is Psalm 20, so if you have your Bibles, please turn over to Psalm 20 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. So family, it's important that we see this in this
1: prayer, God's people asking for King David in this way. Before he goes into battle, he's asking that the Lord, if you look through the various verses here, starting in verse one, you can begin to see that the Lord would answer you. The Lord would protect you, that the Lord would send you help, that the Lord would give you support, that the Lord would remember your offerings, that the Lord would favor your sacrifices, that the Lord would grant your heart's desire, that the Lord would fulfill your plans, and the list continues to go on. This is the prayer that the children of God are praying for God's anointed King David in this way and they're asking God release your favor God fight for him God answer him when he calls out your name God answer him God would you protect him God would you send him help God would you give support these are all the things and more that the church is praying for their leader And so family, if you've never known how to pray for me specifically as your pastor, as the leader of this beloved body of believers, as God's anointed that he has anointed and appointed to be in this office known as pastor, this is how you can do it. You can use Psalm 20 as a backdrop. You can use Psalm 20 as a model or an example that you can learn from and lean into on how to pray for me specifically. Pray that the Lord when I pray to him, when I answer him, that he he would answer, that he would protect me, that he would send help, that he would give support, that he would remember my offerings, my sacrifices that I made for him and for him alone, that he would favor these, that he would grant me my heart's desire, that he will fulfill all my plans. And you know how this is made real, how this shows up, how this becomes tangible is because I want you to also pray that I be a man that remains humble and honest. I don't have it all together. I am a sinner saved by the grace of Jesus Christ, my Lord, Savior, and King. I've been saved and redeemed and purchased by the blood of the Lamb, but God knows I'm a man still wrapped in this sinful flesh. And I desire to live a holy and upright life. And I use this as a model to have hope, to walk in truth, and to believe, again, that my God can do anything but fail. Because just as the people of God were praying back then, this prayer, I believe the people of God can pray still the same way right now. And it still has kingdom effect. It still has kingdom impact. And it still brings forth kingdom victory in Jesus' name. But family, I just don't want you to know in the context of it, yes, that's what they were praying for the king. But this is also what we can pray for one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. We can pray as, as a brother in Christ. I can pray for my sisters in Christ that the Lord would answer you, but the Lord will protect you and send you help. But it's also important for us to know if this is going to work right if this is going to if we're going to experience the fullness of this then we have to be in living loving relationship with jesus christ our lord and i don't ever want to make light of your situation i just want to use this to help bring light to your situation i love what andy murray says about this he says each time before you intercede be quiet first and worship god in his glory he says what he says like psalm 46 10 says he says be still and know that God is God. Think of what he can do and how he delights to hear the prayers of his redeemed people think of your place and privilege in Christ and expect great things do you hear the tone of this prayer do you hear do you hear how they have a great expectation that God will answer God will protect God will send help God will give support God will do what he said he will do isn't that the lyric of the song God is able to do just what he said he would do. He promised to fulfill. Hell, oh, y'all know the song. He's able. He's just that able kind of God. And so I just want you to know we all need friends of the faith to pray for us in this way. Not just faithful friends. We need friends of the faith. You see, faithful friends are more concerned about being connected to you versus being in covenant with you. They want the good from you, but not necessarily the God from you. See the difference? So we need friends of the faith ones that will stand firm on his promises, those that would uphold the kingdom standard and kingdom values, that will tell you the truth even when it's something that seems to be uncomfortable and challenging to release. But I learned through my Aunt Michelle, she would always tell me, if I love you, then I'm going to give you the truth. I'm not gonna let you walk in darkness. And so in like manner, they knew that the king was going into a battle. And so what battle are you facing? Saints of God, would you begin to pray right now? Would you pray for somebody? You know somebody going through a battle right now. Would you pray that the Lord would answer them, protect them, send them help, give them support? Maybe you want to put in the chat. If you want to be so bold to put in the chat, hey, I'm in this battle. Saints, pray for me. If you want to be, we can begin to create a moment of intercession right now. Oh hallelujah we create that moment of intercession right now and we can begin to pray for you I love what he says he says each time before you intercede be quiet first and worship God let's worship him as we worship him let's begin to thank him and let's get those battles on our minds you can put them in the chat or if you're at home you can just call them out because the saints of God at Rebuild Fellowship are praying right now that God would answer you that God would help you that God would fight for you that he would protect you and all these wonderful things that we see in song we can do right now family go ahead and put it in the chat don't be ashamed don't be scared this is how we victory because we're going to bring these things to the light right now in jesus name bring them to the light in jesus name in jesus name here's the second thing i want to show us from this here's the second thing i want to show us i want to show us the proclamation as you're still praying don't stop praying as you're still praying i want to show you the proclamation listen to verse six now i know that the lord saves his anointed now i know that the lord saves his anointed that he will answer from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise. Hallelujah. We rise and we stand upright. I'm going to do my best, family. I'm going to do my best to encourage you today. I'm going to do my best to give you a little hope. I'm going to give you my best to shed some light on the truth that your God lives for you your God loves you and your God is fighting for you and I want you to know through this proclamation they were reminded of the power of God they said now I know in your spiritual wallet this is where your receipts come in this way your receipts come in and you hold up that receipt and you said I know because I remember when I was going through at my job back then and they were on the verge of firing me and I'm speaking from personal experience right now when they were on the verge of firing me and my Lord said oh no no hold on hold on they're gonna try to fire you today but I got you and I walked in and not only did they not fire me but they promoted me in Jesus name and I want you to get back on your mind the last time you went through a health situation and God brought you out the last time You went through a relational situation and God reconciled and brought that back. I want you to remember the last time that you doubted and you worried and God showed up and made every necessary provision for you to continue to live a life that was pleasing to him and that you had all your needs met. I want you to bring out the receipts so you can say, now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. Now you know you're his daughter, you're his son. He cares about you, he loves you. He'll never leave or forsake you. And because of that, I want you to let the Holy Spirit begin to rewind the tape of his faithfulness in your mind so you can stand today and say, now I know. Do I have any now I know brothers or sisters that will put it in the chat? Now I know the Lord is with me. Now I know the Lord fights for me. Now I know the Lord is still in the rescuing business because that's who he is. That's his nature and that's what he's well able to do. Do you believe that today? When you trust that today, they, the enemy or our enemies, go and get some of those enemies on your mind. We deal more with our enemies than we do with the enemy. We fight more with our enemies than we do with the enemy whether that's low self-esteem whether that's low self-confidence whether that's anxiety or the list goes on and on and on we deal more on a day-to-day basis with our enemies insecurities and the list goes we deal more with our enemies on a day-to-day basis than we do the enemy out here I want you, my brothers and sisters, I want you to have a now I know the Lord saves his anointed posture. I want you, my brothers and sisters, this is my prayer. I told you through this psalm, you'll hear my heart's desire as pastor of this beloved body of believers. I want you to have a now I know the Lord saves his anointed kind of lifestyle as you live and walk here in this earth. And I want it to begin for you, if it hasn't already, right now. I want you to be able to trust in the Lord and in the power of his might. I want you to have what trust is defined as, as a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. And we, my brothers and sisters, got receipts. We got receipts. And if you're here today and you're not a believer, I'm hoping today, before we close out, I want you to be able to have a receipt for yourself. I want you to be able to, now I know the Lord has saved me. Proclamation. And the proclamation is a declaring. It's a bold, it's a bold speaking, if you will, of a truth. Of, of something that you have concrete evidence in and you can proclaim. Just like I am more than willing to proclaim to you how good golden Orioles are. Oh, if anybody knows me, if you know me, you know me. You know I love some golden Oreos, especially the little thin ones. And I love them now, even with the little lemon in the side of it. Oh, don't give me time. I can proclaim about the goodness of them good old golden Oreos. Can anybody testify? Anybody got a receipt on that? Of them golden Oreos. No, 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 not the regular ones. You got to get the golden ones. Just like I can proclaim about the goodness of that. And I've trusted in that. To give me that satisfaction for my soul when I need something sweet. In like manner, that's a very small, minuscule way of pointing you to the greatness and goodness of the love of God in our lives that should be the true satisfaction of our souls. That's what I want us to think on. That's what I want us to grab a hold of. Here's the third thing I want to point out for us is the people of victory. We, hear, we see this in its totality as a prayer of victory. We also had a proclamation of victory. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed because they remembered God's faithfulness. They have a, a memory of what God did in the past that proves to them God can do it again. Past grace, as the scholars say, is an indicator of present and future grace. God can do it. God is able to do it. I love what uh, one person says about trusting God in that way. Let me find my quote, get it here. She says, trusting God does not mean believing he will do what you want, but rather believing he will do everything he knows is good. Trusting God does not mean believing he will do what you want, but rather believing he will do everything he knows is good. And when you get to that proclamation point where you can say now, now I know the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. You know that God is not doing everything you want but he's doing everything you need. My beloved mother, the great Alma Kemper, used to always tell me, when I got to a certain age, she said, you're old enough for your wants not to hurt you. When I used to always go to, Ma, I need this, Ma, I need that, Ma, I need this, and she would quickly be able to uh, assess whether that was truly a want or truly a need, but because where I was on that side of life, as a young teenager, everything I thought I needed, everything was a need. But my mama was able to quickly shed some light on the situation and she would say, no, 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 you're old enough for your wants not to hurt you. That's a want, that's not a need. And in like manner, I wonder if we've been praying that same way, if we've been asking that same way, if we've been posturing ourselves in his presence in that same way, did everything that we've been asking God for, it's been more wants than it has been needs. But I love the way God responds when he shows up and he delivers his packages of love, of faith, of joy, of hope, of self-control. Of t- when he gives us all of those great blessings because every spiritual blessing we have in him, when he gives us those gifts and we look at it and we think back on it, we say, ah, God, you knew what was best. You knew that I would need it. And then the next time we pray, the beautiful thing about that is now it gets us more back in line with him and we become more efficient and effective and not praying amiss. Because now I understand him more, how he loves and how he lives for me. Oh, my brothers and sisters, how important it is for us to trust God, to take Him at His holy word, to begin to daily and moment by moment make these kingdom proclamations of victory. Now I know the Lord saves His anointed. He will answer Him from His holy
0: heaven. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck finishes up his message, which has been titled, In God We Trust.